This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Welcome to Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape. I'm from Community Waikato and have with me Jamie Toko, who is from many, many places. <laughs> Welcome, Jamie. Um, Thank you for coming in. And, 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 you know, you've got lots of hats and we'll talk about at least a couple today. Um, we're going to talk a bit about, you know, you've such a big role at Western Community Centre. You've got a massive role with the Māori Women's Welfare um, League. You've recently been acknowledged for your incredible work um, with the Civic Award. Um, so lots to cover. Let's actually start with the Civic Award. Like, were you shocked? Was it... Tell me about what happened and how you found out about this. Um, yeah, I found out through an email. Um, they tried to ring me. I, I did see about four missed calls. <laughs> but I was I was in another hui. <clears throat> and then they, they sent me an email before their people sent out the email. Yes. Um, just to... Yeah, alert me to it, and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> what? Um, and then I was like thinking, who would have done that? And um, I thought of Neil, of course, and then I thought of all my friends, and, um, and yeah, nah. Because <laughs> you've, done, you've done lots. You've been around in community for many, many years, and I'm not trying to age you here, Jamie, at all. It's all, all good. good. It's all good. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, in terms of your community work generally, and we'll touch on some of that, but also, you know, even your, your music. You know, that's been that's been a big part as well of your giving. Like you know, you've been you go down to places like the Frankton Markets and yeah, have yeah. a sing, and you know, you you have volunteered your time for community organisations to to provide that entertainment. You know, yeah, yeah, and we got um, um we got auctioned. <laughs> we got auctioned. <laughs> one of um one of Nanaya's um fundraisers one election year and uh, we didn't know that we'd been auctioned and they approached us on the night and said can we auction you off so they did and we ended up way the back outside Coromandel somewhere (laughs) isn't that awesome though yeah it was it was lovely and and so you went out there and what did did just some singing some oh it was a wedding oh wow wow um with about a thousand people wow yeah so we didn't really know they just thought we'd be awesome for their for their wedding, but it didn't tell us it was a wedding. And then we get out there, just the two of us, and um, yeah, there's just two limousines parked up with this huge marquee, and um, and they show us the stage. So yeah, we was lovely. I love that. I, I just think that is so cool, and, and what a story to have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they kept saying, um, Fano kept saying, oh yeah, me, um, are you part of the Fano? And, uh, and I said, oh no, we we just guests like you. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fabulous. So tell me, you know, if if we just think back, how did you get into working in the community? And when did it all start for you? Um, I think in 19... When I first went to 108 um, in Granby Road, because that was the initial... Community house. Community house. Yeah. Um, And I knew the guy there, Peter Craig, because his wife, um, Corinthia, was... uh, We all did martial arts together. I didn't even know you were a martial artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, 45 years of martial arts. Okay, I'll stay on side. (laughs) Um, And then 
Yeah, so I went there and had a nose, and then I met my, um, saw my one of my school friends there, uh, Tanya Tapangai. She was there, and um, I didn't really know what was going on, but I knew that it was good for the community. So that was yeah. nineteen around nineteen eighty something, mm. and then nineteen ninety eight. Um, one of my karate instructors, she was the um, she was the manager of the centre, um, and she at at one oh eight. And then um, I came on board when we were orchestrating um, getting the new building mm. built. And, um, yeah, she just said, oh, come along and be part of the board. And and then I was, when I first went, I said, geez, I'm really bored of being on this board because, you know, I was quite young then and thinking, yeah. I'm going to do other things. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I weathered, weathered that. And, um, and I just got really into it because um, I knew how much our community would thrive um, if they had a resource like that. Yeah, 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 and they got it. They got it really right, didn't they? You've you've seen a number of different managers then in your time. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, I mean, and and hats off to them. They've, They've all bought something different, oh, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, most yeah. definitely. And um, one thing I have been asked over the years is why haven't I brought that Māori feel that you know that aspect to the centre. Um, and I have thought about it, and you know, because um, you know how active I could be. Yes. But, <laughs> but I feel that it's it's not just about us; it's about everybody. And I didn't want to make it exclusive to you know mm. where where uh, other Tauiwi wouldn't come because it was predominantly felt, yeah. Māori. Um, but so I've sort of yeah been criticised for it. I not by my own, I have to say. I've been criticised by. Other people. Oh, interesting, yeah, eh? Yeah, that I haven't done that. And it's interesting. I mean, I know what you're saying, um, and I think it's what I think sad about it is that we're as a community not in a space yet where Pakiha and other non Māori can walk a bicultural world. So Māori live in a bicultural space, yeah. well and truly. They live as Māori. They live very comfortably in a Pakiha world. They can walk two spaces very yes. very confidently yeah might not always be comfortable but always confident yeah Pakia can't do that yet and and that's what's sad because if we were at a space where our community was um further down that um that road of biculturalism and then multiculturalism it would be absolutely fine to walk into that space and, and i and i just i reflect on that because i think the first couple of times i went into a marae how you know, awkward I felt because I didn't know what I was meant to do or how to do it and I didn't know the culture and, you know. Um, whereas now I feel extremely comfortable, mm. especially in Waikato Tainui space. I might feel a little bit weird going into a marae somewhere else where I'm not confident around the tikanga of that space. Mm -hmm. But, you know, isn't it interesting in that, that when we're in a different place, when we've progressed as a world, maybe it would be easier to be able to bring more of that into that community space? I think um, even though we don't, um, because marae is tikanga based, eh? That's and, right. Um, and we all know how we can be on our marae. But if you look at the Western Community Centre, we're exactly the same. Yeah. And that's what I guess I've, I've enabled to happen there, is that no mai haere mai, anybody. Yes, anybody. Um, anytime. And if you need anything, you come see us. Yeah. And if we can't help you, we'll find someone that can, or some organisation that can. That's been values, that eh? That's been really values and principles led. 
Yeah. Um, so important to get the right manager, though, too, that, that um, oozes that kind of oh, welcomeness. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah. And, um, I mean, he's like... Um, He's like Fano to Neil. us, yeah. and I think we are to him as well. Yes. And as a grassroots board, and we've had, you know, we've had the uh, the Kahuna's on our board, um, especially when we owed money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I, I guess it was about get, get on that board and make sure that they pay our money back. Um, I'm talking about Hamilton City Council yes. as well. <laughs> um, but they eventually realised that hey, look, you know, we don't need to be here. Yeah. Um, I mean, with a little bit of a shove from our, our lovely Dave McPherson. Yes. You don't really need to be here. Um, but we really appreciate the relationship. Um, we value that relationship and have done yeah. um, all these years. And um, we've seen a few mayors come through, you know, um, we're apolitical, so we don't, anyone can come um, to the centre, even though we have our own sort of preferences. Um, yeah, we don't display that at all. It's no. not about that. It's not about us. It's no. about what's good for our community. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, people who arrive there absolutely get that feel. So, how many years have you been on that board, Jamie? Oh, probably nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah. And I have been. You know, there's been times when I'm like, I want to move on. Um, but you, yeah, you you don't. You're not allowed to. No. <laughs> And then, um, and then there's been times when people have, have opt for our resignation um, because of of political um, issues that they have mm. with people like us that um, tend to, you know, we will definitely stand up for our community if something's going down. Um, I mean, diplomatically, we'll we we'll definitely yeah. stand for our people, and I think that's sort of not a is not favoured in yeah. some people's eyes but hey aha you know um, we've survived that and we'll keep surviving it and I think it's value for Neil um, and you know I take my hat off to him and the team his his team of um, or our team really but I think what he loves about it is that he gets to make the choices Yeah. and he just looks to us especially me for the guidance Mm. Um, and I just say to him if you think it's going to work and I've already thought forward you know 20 years from from that Yeah. um, but I say to him if you think it's going to work then um, and it does yeah and you've got to back your manager eh? oh definitely yeah Yeah. he he knows that community so well as well yeah Yeah. everybody and he draws you know what I love is because about him is that he understands he gets it that um, and I wish others would get how he is as well because you know the the um, uh, the success of our rangatahi is based on how we're looking after them now. Yeah, that's right. So if they're four, five-year-olds, that's when we need to be nurturing them, yeah. bringing them into places like our centre um, and show them, because all their siblings have been through. That's right, yeah. You yeah. Know, and it's that age group that we can start Fostering um, that relationship yeah. and and finding those leadership yes. skills in these little ones, yes, and then they grow, they grow, they just grow and develop, yeah, you know, and flourish. And and it's sad that we have our our um our other ages at the other end of the spectrum where they're like eighteen between eighteen and twenty four, that they're trying to invest all this resource into the, that age group, and nothing in the in the five to seven age group 
because that's where the that's where they need to spend it. Yeah. Because by the time they're that age, they're, they will be yeah. You know the absolute beautiful people that we want in our community. It's, that's right. But what do we do with our other ones that do have problems, you know? You can't just keep throwing money at them. Or, and, or putting them in a boot camp yeah. and thinking you've resolved the problem. Yeah, that's so... Yeah. yeah. We've got the, they've got to be able to... Um, we will, as adults, pākeke, we need to just shut up, really, and listen. Yeah. You know, sit them down and say, what, what do you want? Yeah. And, um, and see, we've got Tom there, who's totally... Totally, youth worker to the core. Yes, you know, I've met a, a, another girl, Wiki, um, through uh, Tiakafai Order. So she's doing a program, a Rangatahi program, um, and she lives here in Hamilton. And and all these young youth workers, they just got they're awesome. Yeah. they know exactly what our young oh, ones want. Absolutely, and they can yeah. communicate with them. It's really important. Yeah, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Māori Women's Welfare League. Mm. Be back, be back shortly. I was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow And when the yards broke off they said that I got killed But I'm living still I was a dam builder Across the river deep and wide where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound But I'm still around I'll always be around, around and around I fly a starship across the universe divide And when I reach the other side I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can Perhaps I may become a highwayman again Or I may simply be a single drop of rain But I will remain And I'll be back again and again and again 
And we are back. I'm talking to Jamie Toku today, and we've been talking a bit about how she even first got into community work, um, which has earned her a very prestigious um, acknowledgement award, um, civic award, which I think is so well deserved, Jamie. I'm utterly thrilled for you. Probably should have come 10 years earlier, <laughs> but better late than never. But it is very, very cool, um, and, and I'm thrilled for you. We're going to talk a bit now about your role with the Māori Women's Welfare League, and have you been with, you've been with them for... Um, about 13, 13 years now, coming yeah. up 13 years. So that is a long time too. What what got you into into the league and what do you love about it? Um, well, I guess the Māori Women's Welfare League, it's like AFCO workers really, it's um, generational. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your nanny's in it, your mum's been in it, your aunties, your cousins. And now it's your turn. <laughs> basically, it was my turn. Yeah. But um, my mum was one of the, um, joined the league in 1951. I th- I'm, um, her branch, I'm not sure, I can't remember what her branch was, but they were formed at um, Hui Te Rangiwa. Um, and te, uh, te Araki Nui was part of that pika as well, that branch mm. as well. So, um, and I can remember my mum um, in the late 60s, you know, duplicating papers, paperwork. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, the, for her hui and stuff like that. But what brought me, um, what brought me to the league is because, you know, I sing with another, another lady mm. and um, we were singing at the, at the market and these queer went past and they said, oh, you should come and join the, the Māori Women's Wealthy League, the Fata Fata branch. And we thought, oh, OK, what's that about? So we went and we started um, singing at their fundraisers mm. as um, honorary members. And then we, after a year, we thought, oh, maybe we need to join. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in 2008, we joined and um yeah never look back yeah yeah it's just what do you love about it i love um i love being with our with our women um and predominantly the maori but not all mm. not all maori um so i just i just love the kaupapa about caring mm. sharing looking after uh wahine and their tamariki um and you know that's a huge thing in our country yeah. um and, and that's how it was formed. Well, it was back. very political, you know, in, in terms of its inception, wasn't it? Yeah, so 1951 is when Fina Cooper and yes. um, all of them actually formed the Māori Women's Welfare League. It was called the Māori, um, Māori Women's Health Club yeah. or group in uh, 1947, formed, um, encouraged by two Māori MPs. Yeah, um, that's right. She had quite a close relationship with... At least one of the MPs, didn't she? She was a beautiful. Um, there was a beautiful movie recently, um, yes. Fennett, which was just. If, if people haven't seen that, you absolutely must. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, yeah very down to earth that movie. <sighs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and I, it, it's it's that concept yeah. in Kopapa that's never changed. Yeah. Um, sometimes we get people saying to us, we get uh, Wahini saying to us, "Oh, what do you actually do? You find knitters or sewers or craft, you know, craft makers, but." Back in that time, during that recession, and and yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah, they needed to do that. Yes, they needed to make clothes for people. They needed to make uh, teach people how to cook or exactly make a meal out of nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, And sadly, we're still doing that type of thing today. And we can see more and more of a need right now. 
yeah. like right now it is being so tough on people yeah yeah and um so i joined the um the tainui maori ons Rafi league and um and gradually over time have managed to become the um i was the vice president of the region mm. and then became the president of the region and had yeah, this is my third term now. Um, but I, there's going to come a time when I'm going to yeah. bring it all down. But um, in 2024, we were running our national um, conf- conference. Um, hopefully, it, um, we'll be using Claude Lynn's, definitely Tūranga Waiwai yeah. for um, our pulpit and stuff. But no, my I would love to have you there, um, mm. have community Waikato on display there. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, look, I mean, I just think it's an, it's incredible the work you do. But what I love, um, Jamie, is the commitment. You don't just join something and you're not a flash in the pan kind of person, are you? <laughs> you don't just sprinkle stardust and move on. But you actually, you're committed to actually really getting in, getting in, we're getting your hands dirty and, and actually helping something grow and become resilient and sustainable and be strategic and, you know, like all of those really important things. Yeah, and I, I guess I'll put that down to my martial arts training. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I did martial arts, I started at seven, the age of mm. seven, with my and friend next door. Mm. Um, we, we lived in a state house over in Lawn Street at um, below the hospital there. And him and I went to a Taekwondo class, um, and and we sort of thought, oh yeah. It's was that was that the little club that would have been just around by the hospital? There was, or is or is it somewhere else? At the YWCA. Oh, the YWCA. Yeah, it's it just around the, the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's where we started. Beautiful. Um, and then my brothers <clears throat> used to love Bruce Lee movies, yeah. so they, and of course they had to look after me. <laughs> And my sister, so they took dragged us along to these movies, yeah, and um, we just grew with that. <laughs> and I just thought, I want to, I want to be that, I want to do that. So um, yeah, I got really into training, and forty five years later, twenty five years of that was yeah. um, instructing my own classes. Wow! So I've had lots of hundreds of kids come through yeah. my classes, and they're all black belts, all married with kids who yeah. are doing martial arts as well now. It's fabulous, Gen- eh? generational, yeah, yeah. But it's a huge commitment um, and discipline, eh? Yeah, and I think, and knowing that good things take time. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I know. That's how I know when uh, when you have a bully at a school, that it's not about. Uh, it is. A, I guess it is about what's happening around them at home mm. um, or with a particular person, but um, it's energy that needs to come out, yeah. and it doesn't get to come out because they they do it. They and when they do bring it out, they bring it out at school. Yeah, on other kids, they take it out on other kids, and then they go home, and then they get you yeah. know dumped on again. Sadly, and then the next day. So yeah. what I found with with martial arts is um, I used to encourage the you know oh my son's a bully and bring him bring him to class. Mm. And by the time he finished his class, his that energy was gone. Yeah, never to be seen again. Yeah. And he, then as the more they come, the less the the further away they move. Yeah. From that sort of. You know, because they can handle it. They can yeah. discipline themselves. Well, yeah, because yeah. often people don't necessarily get taught how to handle emotions, no. you know, how to express them constructively, yeah. you know, especially little boys, yeah. you know, don't have the same 
opportunity to cry it out or you know whatever it is um so yeah i think beautiful idea you know to be physical as well to express yourself and that's why sports are so good yeah for you know for our kids um and you'll find all the addictions that people have developed over the years and find themselves in now is usually due to something that happened with that's right it's so often a band-aid for trauma yeah Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and when, that's why it goes right back to what you were saying in the beginning about what we do for Rangatahi, and you know, the little five-year-olds coming through, building those relationships, yeah. those networks, tapping into their leadership qualities, and, yeah. and allowing them to flourish, and give them a sense of responsibility at yeah. that little age, that young age, and um, and teach them how to take ownership. Yeah, and taking ownership could mean you know, if we put a builder. A building, a building for them, and say that belongs to you. Yeah, you need to look after it, because um, that's exactly what we do at the centre. That's right. Yeah, you know when these orangutans say, "When you come in here, this belongs to you. Don't belong to me. Belongs yeah. to you. So you need to look after it." Oh, hey, fire! I went, yeah. Yeah. I said, so you know, if you're going to use chairs, put them away. Use fire, and they're so they're, they're so, so good, good, eh? Yeah. yeah, because they get it exactly. Yeah, and anyone else they see doing the odd wrong thing. They say that to them. Hey, mm. bro, this belongs to and us. And that's where know? the power is, is yeah. to have it spread, you know, through those conversations, not with an adult going, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. But to say, hey. Kids got to talk to, to each other. other. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And that's actually brought us to the end of our show. Oh. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for coming in, Jamie. And again, congratulations oh, on the award. You're welcome, Holly. Thank you so much. Kia ora. Kia ora. You have been listening to Connect with Community Wakato, Free FM 89.0. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.